Radio. And now, now, it's the Mike Kelter Show. It's the Mike Kelter Show. It's 1025 The Bone, 916. You good on volume? There's volume over there. Oh, yeah. I think I got it, yeah. He's banned from Seattle, but he's live in the studio with us. I'm banned from a lot of places. I'm banned from Seattle. I'm banned from Equinox. The fact that you're not banned from this show <laughs> yeah. crazy. is great because... It shows you have terrible judgment. You are the worst at the at cursing violations on the show. It's the one thing that I can't control. Yeah. It's out of my control. And uh, and, I don't even, and I know that you don't do it on purpose. It's just in your, it's ingrained in your soul. It's in my vernacular. I just, it's just it's the way I talk. And I'm used to podcasting so much. I podcast like 13, 14 hours a week. I know. And it's just, I know. I'm surprised we don't swear more because we do swear a lot yeah. in the commercial breaks. Yeah. And then when once we go back on the air, we don't swear. I mean, it's very I swear rare. in front of my kids. Like, yeah. I never was that guy that was like, don't curse in the house. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised. Can I be a real dick for a second? What? what, the, I, what oh, that I can say. Uh, I don't remember your name. I'm sorry. Introduce me. Yeah. This, <laughs> is, this is the man, Tim Butterly. Tim. God damn it. I'm like, but, but, uh, I'm sorry, Tim. Tim was here uh, on the show before. Tim Box last time he was in town, yeah. and I, I'm sorry, Tim. That is my fault. Yeah, me yeah. and Tim box each other specifically. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. How did that go? It was great. I won. Yeah. yeah. I kicked his I hate ass. Worst. <laughs> was he? Were you surprised? No. Everybody knew that you would win that fight. Uh, a lot of people thought Tim was going to win that fight. Yeah. Tim is a, t- and it. Was a, it went to a tough decision. Yeah, it was. It was. A, it was a close. It was fight. a decision. It was a decision. Yeah. I sorry. didn't. I didn't. Uh, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't knock him out, but. You know, it Did was, anybody knock anybody out on that? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, we had yeah. we had a few knockouts. It was fun. It was a, cra- a crazy event. Really it fun event. Wasn't your guy's uh, deal that then you adopted him? Yeah, he's my son. Yeah. I brought my son with me. Yeah. He legally adopted him in the state of Pennsylvania. So, um, yeah. How are your parents feeling about that? Uh, how were my parents? His parents. My right? dad. Uh, he thinks it's uh, stupid, and yeah. he's so mad that it's a Puerto Rican guy. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the Butterleys. Do you want to know what a Puerto Rican I am? As we're driving in here, which, sorry, we're late. You're, you're, no, no, you're perfectly on time. We your had... security is, uh, it's not like she wasn't trying to protect you. She just enjoyed saying no. There was no, there was no part of her that wanted to protect the, she couldn't protect. She was a little blonde girl. She couldn't do anything. We could have just bowled through her, but she just made us wait 15 minutes at the gate. Brian, BT has been coming here for three years, like to this spot. Okay, 20 years in life, but three years to this spot. And I don't know why they give me a hard time. They tell him sometimes my address doesn't exist. Yeah. They told <laughs> yeah. me that. There was a new guy there, and I said, I- I've been coming here for three, like Monday through Friday for three years. And he goes, that address isn't in here. And I go, where have I been going yeah. to? I don't understand <laughs> what you're saying. So I, I get it. Um, this is what a Puerto Rican I am. As we're driving in, I noticed that you, you there's people playing. Actually, I saw a sign that said golf cart crossing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which I was like, that's crazy. We're in a really nice neighborhood. I've never even seen that <laughs> sign before. But then I was like, I was like, wow. I said to this to BT and Tim, I was like, wow, dude, I can't believe they have golf courts here. (laughs) This is what a Puerto Rican, I've never, I I don't deserve to be around money. You don't golf? No. Me either. Yeah. I live on a golf course, had a golf cart, and I don't golf at all. It's the dumbest sport ever. Yeah, I can't. I tried to play Top Golf with a chip. That's better. I can't drive. I can't, whatever it is, I can't do it. This girl made me look like a fool. Listen to me. Let me just tell you one thing I learned about golf, okay? Is that if you take. 10 minute lesson from somebody to show you how to hold your body and all that you're going to realize oh my god I'm pretty good at golf because I can hit the ball pretty far and then when I do it right I hit it way further and then all of a sudden I'm like do I like golf what's going on 
but the uh, golf's terrible. It's a lazy, slow, just boring ass old. Uh, one for Tim. Lewis? <laughs> that was your fault. You put that in my brain. <laughs> Tim one, Lewis zero. Nice. Did you happen to? Were you listening on the way in? Uh, we were. We were trying to listen, but uh, we as were... we were dealing with your border guard, <laughs> oh, <laughs> as we were being detained, <laughs> the, the border agent, <laughs> these newcomers. <laughs> it was just the the dumbest, weirdest thing. There was a guy in the studio yesterday. He's in town for one of those oddities expos. Like where they bring two-headed wolves and things like that. Yeah. And uh, my son calls me and he goes, "Hey, that guest. Did you know that guest that you had here? Well." And I go, "No, I never met him before." He, I go, "Why?" He goes, "Cause some of my weed is missing, and somebody left twenty dollars where my weed was." And no. He goes, "But I can't remember if that's my twenty or somebody." T-. So I ask, I bring it up on the air, and I'm talking about it. And nobody is like, no, "No." So we call the guy out and we ask him. Turns out he did do it. He, he did. did. Hey, yeah. Because he told him it was okay. No, I didn't. And the whole <laughs> yes, time he sat here and didn't say anything about it. Well, you look like you make the weed decisions <laughs> in this household. That's, Nailed it. I believe that's why he approached me. Nailed <laughs> What happened? What, what is this whole thing with the uh, with you and Florentine in Seattle and this club? I mean, how dangerous is that that clubs are, are starting to tell people they're banned because they're like, look. You know, there was a time where I didn't even like you, and I never thought I would never be like, "Well, he can't not come to town." I mean, that's ridiculous. That that yeah, I mean the, the the thing with Seattle. Here's the thing: I'm gonna I I have a philosophy on this, which I believe that any business has a right to do whatever they want to do. Right. You know, if these guys don't want to book us, they don't have to book us. Um, it was stupid to book us and then unbook us. It was unprofessional, right? The 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 woman who was in charge over there, she didn't do her research. She got excited. She was like, oh, these are real comics that are approaching us, right, for the first time. And she booked us without doing her research. When she did a moment of research, simply a Google search, she saw that we don't fit the vibe of that venue. So then she canceled the the shows. I I just... What is the vibe of that venue it's very it's like a comedy club but yeah if there's, if there's a sound if there's a sound that describes the the vibe of that venue it would be that yeah yeah, just, yeah not you know these are I, like my, who what other comedians are playing there i don't know any of the guy if you look at their lineup i i, I have no idea it's, it's called the natalie Capitol Cuomo. hill uh you love natalie <laughs> <laughs> any chance to talk about natalie Cuomo? <laughs> oh i got more things to talk to you about this no time. i i don't think uh i don't think they do like real i I don't want to see real comics. No, but I know what you're subjective, saying. But I don't think they're like known national headliners. I think it's local uh, Seattle like woke comics. That and then are, what scared them? Like who got in their ear and was like, "This rattlesnake guy is no good." Uh, I think that I think she, I, I did talk. I talked to the owner because okay. I was I was just trying to take the high road. I wouldn't have posted about it. You're, it's so weird. you're ridiculously level headed on some things. I, well, it's just I, I in my opinion, I'm going like, all right, like I run a comedy festival. I, if I don't want to book somebody that doesn't have the values of the festival that I run, I'm not going to book them. Right. You know? And I say messed up stuff on the internet. If you go on and you look at my stand-up or the podcast, I mean, I... My you will sense, never host Saturday Night Live. Never hosting Saturday yeah. Night Live in a million years, yeah. you know? But, you know, there obviously we have an audience, and, you know, I don't try to force what I do upon anybody. If you want to come see what we do, which is, you know, really dirty, you know, very very often over-the-top sort of comedy, come see us live, listen to the podcast. But when I do a show like the Mike Calta show, I have to play by these rules, yeah. right? And I mess up sometimes. But that's the same thing with, the you know, the comedy industry. And I didn't, I wasn't like, oh my God, I'm a victim here. I'm, and, and I also know our audience is, they're you crazy. You cool almost. Well, our, you always played it so cool. It's like, all right, do we get it? <laughs> Can I tell you some of the people that are going to be there? I'm looking at oh, yeah, the uh, comedy club. So they have uh, Dave Mahirji. 
on uh, Friday tonight. Big who? Yeah. Well, but then uh, they get a little risky because on Saturday it's D's Nuts, oh. a live comedy talk show <laughs> with Diwa. Uh, this, I think, explains a lot of it. On Monday nights, they have a Monday night regular thing that they do called Queers to the Front. Uh, there you go. I was going to have one. <laughs> <laughs> but I will tell you, coming up on the 22nd and 23rd of this month, they have Natalie Cuomo. Shut up. Do they? Yeah, and I guess her <laughs> boyfriend or husband, Dan yeah. Lamorte. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, so they're there. So they're how people. happy were you that you were on a list? Of of cool comedians? No, I mean not really, dude. Like like I'm not trying to. I don't. I don't want to sell myself as a dude who's getting canceled. No, like, I, I, you know I tell jokes. That's what I do. I don't think what we do is any more dangerous than what Natalie Cuomo or Dan Lamort does. Right? Mm. Um, we have a reputation, obviously, but our audience. The reason I wouldn't have made us think about it is because and you know this, dude, because you have a crazy audience. Yeah. Is, dude, when me and Cal are butted heads. It was like, it was podcast fans versus South Florida radio fans just going at it, right? And, you know, when you have an audience that's crazy and really passionate, I knew what would happen. So I wouldn't have posted this because I knew exactly they were going to go and just, you know, bomb this place with terrible reviews. They were going to trash it and harass the owner. Yeah, you don't want that. And then what it looks like, they feel justified. Now these people are going on radio shows and TV shows and doing interviews going like, look, these are, they have Nazi, a Nazi audience that's threatening us and. And it just gives them justification. I would right. have rather them just be wrong. Just be you, wrong and move on. I'll go to another venue. You are, you're a very, it surprised me what a good business guy you are. Because that's a very, that's a smart move. It's sure. a smart move because now that they, they, you didn't justify what they were, what they were trying to say. Yeah. By the way, this is, uh, even when we were fighting, I still liked you. I know. I liked you too. It was great. It's sometimes it's good to fight with somebody. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, um, but there was something else I had to ask you. So I, I wasn't able to make it out to the uh, to the fight that you guys hear, but I understand it went very well. Yeah, it was great. a good crowd, and I know people that went there and, and supported it. That are uh, Skanks fans that went and saw it that liked it. Uh, are you making plans for another one? We don't have an official plan as of right now. Um, you know, we're gonna probably do it again if I had to guess. We're we're doing we do fights at Skank Fest every year. I have my comedy festival. I, I want to come to comedy Skank Fest. It's in Vegas, isn't it? It's in Vegas. September September twenty sixth through 29th. Yeah, I want to go. Tickets this year. go on sale April twentieth. We're we're announcing you the lineup. Have to buy tickets. No, you no, uh, you come 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 do uh, Carlton Kelly show live, dude. Come perform. It's it's so fun. You're gonna lose it. You'll love. You're, you're, I feel like I'm already. I I, I feel like. Like I told uh, Rob uh, Bobby last year, I'm like I'm not going there, and he goes, "Why?" Because I, I still feel like I'll be I'll be moved like the guy who got moved to Gen Pop in prison. Am on no, that group. Yeah. dude, they had Brendan Shaw there last year. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Brendan Shaw, one of the most hated comedians in the world, and our audience was high five and be like, "Dude, you rule!" It's, dude, Whitney Cummings came in two years ago as a surprise guest. She thought she was going to get slaughtered, and, yeah. and people, dude, it's the most loving audience. They dude, treat you kindly there. Yeah, no, look, I don't really care about the dude, I people think that's on great. Reddit. Dude, I meet guys. They'll be on Reddit. Dude, I, there's one. Shout out Runaway Slav from the Racist Live Chat on Gas Digital. This guy. <laughs> This guy, this guy sends me death threats and and tells me he hates me and wants my family to die and then he'll show up at shows but can you do it away love yeah, yeah exactly yeah <laughs> like you hate me I thought he's like no I'm just messing around that's the internet dude and yeah. what I realize about life is 
if you step away from Twitter, you step away from social media, there's the real world, right? And it's very easy to get caught up in, in the internet, and it's kind of fun. It's, it's kind of naughty. You're like, on, you're, you're battling with people. I'll get on a flight, and I'll get drunk, and I'll just start tweeting at people, and I, I go crazy. But then you put it down, and like you're just coexisting with everyone. I, the politics of the world don't really exist no. in everyday life if you put your phone down. Yeah, That's plus true. People, people in real life don't want to get punched in the mouth. Right. Everyone's, know, just yeah. trying, everyone's just trying to go to, from point A to point B and just get, you know, make their money, do what they got to do. And if you separate have yourself a good from time that, when possible, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's it. I uh, I miss old Twitter when you used to be able to when Twitter was Twitter and you used to be able to fight with people on it before they, they blocked you for everything. And mm. I had a good time. I fought the whole city of Boston for a couple of days and I won. <laughs> and it ended up being I beat the I beat Boston. It was great. Um, yeah, no, those are. The, I I would like to come on. I love Vegas. I love what you guys do, and I'd love to. I'd love to see it happen. Now it's, you will have wild. fights out there. We'll, we'll have fights. We have we have six stages inside of one venue. I can't announce the lineup. It's, no, that's it's fine. Biggest lineup we've ever done. We're going to announce oh, it five days before I was to go on sale. You say Whitney Cummings, but I I can't believe you guys got Saget out there that year. We got just because it seemed like just not the kind of thing that he would do. Well, we always try to do that. We always try to throw yeah. in different guys that are not you know the norm. We had Gilbert Gottfried the uh, right before he passed as well. Yeah, uh, we're going to have Richard Lewis this year. Um, nobody, can, nobody can prove or disprove that. I swear we were. <laughs> that's great. Some say when he got the news of being booked on Skankfest, that's what actually killed him. Put him over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, and where do you do it? Downtown. Downtown that's on Fremont that's Street. The way to go, oh, nice. man. Fremont, Vegas, yeah. dude, you you get and then you get out. You own we the get, whole city. Yeah, we we were going to do it here in St. Pete. We were going to do. It. We were talking about it. We were very close. But when you downtown Vegas, when you get out of Skankfest, the last show ends at like midnight or twelve thirty, one o'clock. You walk out, and Fremont Street is just getting going. Yeah, yeah. and it's just freaks. It's people. Just, I mean, it's wild. You you need to. You're on drugs. It's, you're on drugs. <laughs> it's 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 a very drug friendly festival. So, but you're seeing like you're partying. It's not just seeing comedy shows. You go to a comedy festival around the rest of the world. You you go to a show. You go out. You get dinner. Whatever. This is one venue, six stages within the venue. There's thousands of people, hundreds of comedians, all partying together the whole time. It's it's forget meet and greet. You're literally just partying with the greatest comedians in That's the entire great. world. It's, uh, it's, dude, it's, nobody has ever said anything bad to me about it. Everybody, comics, people who've gone, everybody loves it. It's ever it's uh, p- uh, the fans that go. It sells out in minutes every year now. Yeah, and the fans that go, it's their vacation. They yeah. go, this is what I do for vacation every year. I show up at Skankfest and I party for four days. That's it. That's that. Yeah, I went really on Bird's Cruise last year, and it was the fattest group of people I ever saw in my life. <laughs> the fattest cruise. Everybody was fat. The passengers, the comedians, the fattest place I've ever been in my life. Yeah. Felt very comfortable there. It was nice. It was uh, nice. Uh, 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 Tim, what drugs do you like? Oh, uh... Uh, I what mean, drugs are you currently on? Yeah, I know. Uh, I don't know. I've like weed. Get, Everybody smokes I've weed, right? Getting into ketamine lately? Have you really? You guys mess with ketamine? In no, here? but I, we our afternoon guys. Am I allowed so. to say ketamine on the yeah. air? Yeah, <laughs> don't say you, if you stick in your butt. Don't say that. <laughs> okay. No, our afternoon guys talk about it all the time because people use it for therapy and stuff. But I don't know what they're using it for. No, you're mostly supposed. I know that you, there are like ketamine infusions and stuff. Yeah, you can go and get like an IV of it, and it'll like you know, it'll you know, it'll make it okay that your dad was mean when you were a kid or whatever. That's right. But it's, the best way to use it is to just lay down and listen to an album. That's what they. That's what these and guys you are come saying. Come back and you go, wow, dude, maybe it's not all so bad. Yeah, and they, by the they, way, they, 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 the, the, what, there's a they say a K hole is bad. No, that's what you're trying to do. No, you're trying to get best. into a K hole. Yeah. Getting into a K hole feels like you're wearing virtual reality <laughs> goggles and flying <laughs> a million miles I in took, the sky. I How took, long does it last? Like forty five minutes. Not even. Uh, you, I, don't know. I, I did lozenges at Skankfest. They were like, um, like they were 
literally like throat drops. Now that's yeah. different though. He gave me that at the strip club at, in Vegas. He gave me a ketamine lozenge and it was way, way different. And I got to a point where I could only move one joint at a time. <laughs> <laughs> Tim's popping and locking. I had to, nope, I had he's to crawl back onto a party bus and beg to be taken over. <laughs> Dude, it was, it was crazy. I took them during the, the goddamn comedy jam, which is um, Josh Adam Meyer's music show. Music, Comedians, yeah. you know, sing cover songs with a live band. Such a fun show at the festival. Everyone's, you know, jumping around and crowd surfing and moshing. And uh, I took one right as it started. I was like, this is going to be the best and literally one of the effects of it was it sounded like my ears were plugged and it was underwater so <laughs> i was just scared everyone's rioting around me but i remember i took ketamine and i, I don't really do drugs that that often that was the right. last time it's a I, special I, occasion special occasion um i smoke weed every day but i don't yeah. really use drugs but cool. i remember one of the first times i did ketamine i was going to sal volcano's wedding uh-huh. and uh, i was taking a train from new york city to upstate new york he was having it in like the woods or whatever and i took i was just on my on my own, on a train, taking bumps of ketamine. <laughs> Twenty minutes into the trip, I was on a train. It felt like I was on a roller coaster to hell. <laughs> it was wild. It was just really. Oh moving. my god! It was really. That's really- what I'm afraid of. So I don't. I don't take any drugs. I don't even smoke weed. And then once I started putting weed in candy, I was like, well, that I'll try that. So <laughs> I, t- yeah. I took uh, an edible, and I was. I don't really feel. And then all of a sudden, I was laying in bed, and I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna die tonight. I could die in my sleep tonight. I went, <laughs> and I went, I, I, I was like five minutes into it before going, oh, I'm, I'm having a bad weed thing. You know what I mean? That's why I don't like How it. How about the hockey game? Uh, oh, the, the hockey game I took, we had these uh, weed espresso beans. And I took two of them. I got about almost an hour drive there to the hockey arena. It was the all-star game. And I took two and they didn't, if, you know, they didn't hit me. And then my buddy Dan was like, give me one of those before we go in. And he took one. I'm like, why should you take another one? Yeah. And then I just, I, I don't know. I, I kept wondering why they were playing hockey in a hospital. I couldn't figure <laughs> out what was going on. I was out of my mind. But yeah, I know, I know I've just never done it right, you know, but the idea of ketamine and going in like, like Drew, Drew, our afternoon guy was saying that he had a, there was a ketamine playlist that you'd have to put on and listen to Yeah, you to need that. to curate it because if you're listening to anything that's not a pretty good time, like I listened to a Built to Spill album and I was like, and I couldn't move my arms to change it and I felt like I was in hell for a little while. <laughs> yeah. It was really sad. Ketamine's like very physical. It's less psychological. Like if I take like acid or mushrooms yeah. and you put on a song, like I just start like picking out little words that'll start giving me like subliminal messages. <laughs> I'll convince myself I'm gay if you put yeah. on the right song. I'll I think skip. you just want to be gay. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I'm going to get on that show in uh, Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, it's Lewis. I got Academy told me I can play there. Where's the front? Uh, um, Karen Fian's in the studio with us a couple of weeks ago. Oh, nice. And uh, yeah, it's her and Ian and somebody else was here. And Mike I, Cannon. Mike Cannon. And I say to her, I have questions about your sex life. And she says, go ahead. Whatever. And I go, just some of the guys that you've slept with. And I said, Luis J. Gomez. What did she say? What did she say? Yeah. What, what do you, did she sleep with me? No, no. She said, yeah, I of mean, course. she did. Yeah. yeah but what? Did she have good or bad reviews? Oh, she had great reviews, Lo- unquestionably. Love of my life, she said. <laughs> she goes, Lewis, the love of my life, the one that got away. She I bet. I, she probably means that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great Karen, reviews. Huh? Karen's awesome. Karen, she's, yeah. we are really good friends. I'm, I'm lucky. I'm friends with most of my exes. My yeah. girlfriend hates it, but I want to Are keep... you still dating a hot dancer? Yeah. Oh, wow, yeah, yeah she's here. She's at the hotel right oh, now. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, you sure. bring this guy. You don't bring her with you? I, told, I, was, I wanted her to come in just to brag, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. Um, but I'm friends with most of them. I, I try to, you know. 
Right. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird that you and I fought because everybody else seems to say what a nice guy you are and they love you. You are like most people, though. Most people, when they meet me or they hear me for the first time, they hate me. Yeah. Like, there's people it's that true. are hearing me right now for the first time. They show, they're like, they're like, why is this guy? I hate this guy. No, you're being particularly normal today. Like, relax and good. Yeah. This is but good. you're also two alphas. You, you know what I mean? So it comes across that way. I don't the switch. I don't consider myself an alpha. I, I don't consider just, him an alpha either. Yeah. To be honest with you. I'm not. I mean, that's true. I'm not. Look, there's I, I alpha up in situations, but for the most part, I don't care. Do whatever you want. I think you alpha Your to yeah. to lead a radio show, to lead a podcast, and we all do this in our own rights. You have to have the alpha qualities, right? To to yeah. you know, it's in almost a literal psychological sense. Like you know, you have to alpha the studio. You have to alpha everybody here. Um. So yeah, I, I, but I don't think it was that, dude. I think we just rubbed each other the wrong way. I think. It was me being sensitive and being a little bitch at the time well, as well. Yeah, and I made some we, uh, bad moves. What, what happened was he he trashed me on Opie and Anthony. We did a podcast together. I kind of bombed on the podcast. He goes on you, Opie and Anthony. Well, hold on. You didn't bomb. You didn't bomb at all. You were just so... I'd never met you before. Yeah. You were sitting next to me, and you were like a gorilla on steroids. I was like, <laughs> who is this guy? But I didn't know. They're like, that's Lewis. That's, yeah. that's, yeah, and I love... A guy who's true to the character, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, I, and then I, and then just a couple of weeks after that, I like was like, I'm just yelling. I got a rattle, calling myself the Puerto Rican rattle. Like, I'm like, yeah, like, what is happening? It was like, it was like, I get it now, but back then I felt like I was on a hacky morning zoo show, but you weren't really, you were mocking that. Anyways, so then I, so he goes on to Opie and Anthony, which is the biggest or the second biggest radio show in the world. Now, I had never, I'm just a young, at this point, this is literally like 13 years ago. Yeah. This is a long time ago, 12 years ago, maybe. Yeah. And he goes on Opie and Anthony. It's so long ago, it was that Opie and Anthony wrestled together. And he was like, uh, for no, unprompted, he's like, who's this Louis J. Gomez guy? <laughs> and Opie and coming. Anthony are like, we don't know. And he's like, let me just take five minutes to trash this guy <laughs> to a huge radio audience. And I heard that and I went, I went ballistic and I was like, dude, just, for like weeks, just couldn't stop talking about how much I hated Calta. Yeah. And then Bobby's like, dude, chill, you need Calta to even do Tampa. You can't even get into that market. And I was like, F Tampa. Yeah. I, the whole city, I was ready to burn down. I was so mad. And I didn't mean, and I was like, kind of, uh, kind of, because what happened was they were on, Artie, they were coming to do a show here. Artie was coming to do a show. And they were on with Artie, and we were on our show and their show at the same time. Oh, right. And we were yeah. busting balls. And some reason, we were talking about, like, comics. And I said, you know, you don't want to have on this Louis Gomez. <laughs> I go, this guy He was, literally Ooh. canceled me. Yeah. Talking about cancel culture. He canceled me from the biggest radio show of all time. I never did it. Let me yeah. point this out. Uh, I was never invited on. Uh, but I did. Uh, but I was kind of, like, uh, annoyed by you, but also busting balls. I wasn't really trying to do any bad stuff. To the point where I did call you and apologize. You did. I and was like, I messed up. I Bobby explained up. to me. He was like, he was like, dude, he thought you were already in with those yeah. guys, so it was going to be like a thing where they're all going to start busting right. balls. But these guys were just like, no, tell us about. Yeah, they were like, <laughs> uh huh. They were like, keep were check marking. He's a jerk. He's not funny. You know? And I was like, uh. but anyway, that was so long ago. We're all good yeah. now. And then you've uh, you've said nice things. I heard you on Steve-O's uh, podcast. You said nice things about me. I was course, very, yeah. I was very good. Yeah. And Do you I know that real Steve-O and I have matching uh, grinder tattoos? Really? Yeah. I don't know you guys have grinder tattoos. Yeah. Uh, I, we, we were going to get matching tattoos, and he's like, it's got to be something crazy. And I said, okay. I didn't, uh, I, it, thank God grinder is this and not something else. Yeah. That would have been because I have kids, and that's really weird. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I thought it was a tattoo of a sandwich. <laughs> hey, look. At this point, that would be fantastic, too. Yeah. Uh, this is Louis Jacobs. Jokes Jay like Gomez. that this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never made it to Opie and Anthony. Uh, <laughs>
<laughs> Yikes. How about you guys? Yes, send me a little bit here, folks. Uh, I, I hope you do the, uh, the fighting thing here again because I want to, I want to get to go. And, yeah. um, I don't quite understand. That Alex Stein guy. I don't really know what he he's is. He's the man. He, dude, Alex Stein. what, though? Dude, look, you think he sucks. And no, I no, no, I don't think he's. I don't think I he understand sucks. why people would think he sucks. Because I, at first when I saw him, I didn't get it. And then I met him and hung out with him. It's a lot. Dude, he just, he's always on. He's always hustling. Anybody's legitimately funny. And off air, he's like a really good dude. And very, very professional. And very like. See, I don't like the guys. Like radio guys are. Are mostly douchebags is they don't have the off button. They're always like, hey, and I, yeah, yeah. he just seems like, I don't know him. I don't yeah. know him, but I keep trying to figure him out. And then he's another one where he does all these, like he's done some stuff in public that's funny. And then he does some stuff where you're like, this is the hackiest stuff I've ever seen in my life. He and, goes over the top sometimes. Yeah. And, you know, look, you know, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and point my fingers at anybody and say, hey, this is the line, right? Because no, no, we, no. you know, I, I do that all the time. No. But I, I respect his hustle, and when I every time I've worked with him at this point, he's been nothing but like funny and professional, and you know I, I really really like him. Real sweetheart, yeah, real very sweet and super appreciated. Big fan of like comedy, like yeah. really like. And I know he was like trying to like, you know, I, I guess he's friends with your uh, yeah, somebody that, that you don't like that much, and. You but know. I don't care about that. Like no, I even I said, I, I was going to have him on the show. He was like, he was like, oh, I can get these guys to be friends. Like he's just like, yeah. do it and just press his buttons. He'll go nuts and it'll be so funny. Yeah, but that's the thing. If I, I if I could really get him to go nuts, that would be yeah, great. But if he starts I doing that like, much. Ah, screaming thing, yeah. He's like a kid with bad autism. That's his bio. Oh, I, I, I thought he was pretty cool. <laughs> Dude. Uh, what else, what else you have coming up? What else you got work, working on? I guess uh, Gangfest will be the next big thing. Gangfest huh? a big thing. Um, you know, I, just, how was uh, Gillis the other day on? Uh, did Skanks? he go on Skanks? Yeah, yeah. He, he was great, dude. See, he, you don't. How do you think he did? On SNL, I think yeah. he did great. I think he did as good as you can do in that environment. With what he does. Yeah, I mean, yeah. so Tim Tim's from Philly. They were like super close friends. Um, and and when you know somebody. All right, so I watch a lot of my friends do, you know, pretty big stuff, right? Movies, whatever. I have a hard time suspending disbelief because I know the way that Pete Davidson really talks in real life. Right. I know the way Tim Dillon talks in real life. So when I see them in movies or on TV shows, I kind of, it's a weird disconnect. And Shane, he was just so natural. It was him. They, they yeah. use him in every sketch, right? It was, they, they were like, this is used as sort of Shane's character. And I thought that what he did with it was great. Every time he was on stage, I, I laughed. I, I don't think it's because he's my friend. I thought his monologue was monologue great. Monologue was great. Monologue was phenomenal. Yeah, I thought some of the sketches. Dude, you know, Jamaican, Jamaican church dad was. I mean, whatever. Man. Like, they were, I'm not gonna smoke his meat here, but no, no. There was a lot of good, <laughs> a lot of good stuff on the show. I thought he did good. I mean, we talked about it the next day. I, I thought yeah, he did I, good. I, I liked it a lot. Yeah. I thought it was great. And I just it was funny that people were bashing him and saying that he that he didn't do. You know that he well, he wasn't, stung, he's he never going to win with those people. You're no, never going to win. You're ne true. It's all it's all a net positive, right? So he was never going to get those people, but he he got a few of them. Maybe ten percent of those people were like, hey, you know what? He was actually pretty good. That's he worked good. in that environment, so it's just net positive. I don't know. If and then you disregard the rest of those people. Yeah. And he never goes like, see, they they don't want me to win. It's just like they don't even exist. They don't care, yeah. yeah. Shane Shane is an example of because I was talking to my son about why I'm not as rich as Shane the other day. Because <laughs> he asked me about all. Don't he's kids at, make you feel terrible about he's that at stuff? Age now he's like, Dad, are you as rich as this guy? And I, the answer is never yes. So yeah. I was like, can you name somebody I'm more rich than? Yeah. Um, so, but it's like, he has, and it's similar with Nate Bargatze, he has like an appeal where everybody in the country goes, dude, it's like, that's my buddy. That's like somebody who I could see myself having a beer with. It's the reason you want to, you know, vote for a president. Those guys have, that's the it factor. Yeah. That, yeah. That you, you put your finger on it, why they've got so huge. And, um, 
yeah, I, I think that Shane is like the least political. Like they try to agenda, they try to push an agenda on everybody, and they can't do it with him. Fox News was all over him the next day, just like he was always like he was their hero for oh, being on dialogue. for saying retard and gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. SNL. Uh, Tim, are you going to get on uh, Tires, the uh, show that he's doing on Netflix? Uh, I, I'm. I may have a Netflix credit when this finally airs. Oh, nice. Good for you. Nice. Yeah. Good for you. Are you on it? Ho- yeah, hopefully they keep me in. Oh, sick, dude. Uh, oh, yeah. Good for you, man. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. They, I, unlike them cutting me out of the Joe List, Louis C.K. movie. <laughs> I know. Oh. That's I saw, the worst feeling. I've been cut out a lot. Of stuff. I saw the stuff that they cut out. That was great. You were smashing the windshield and doing all that. I yeah, saw it. Yeah. yeah. I, I literally put my fist through a windshield. To, in real life, they didn't have a breakaway windshield. So you just punched <laughs> a windshield. And they were, Louis brought me to the side. He's like, listen, you can't actually break this windshield, but he's I want you to break the windshield. <laughs> and there was like a cop on set. And then the cop w- could tell we were planning something. He came over. He was like, you guys aren't planning to do anything. I was like, no. And then I went in there and I punched through the windshield, tore it down with my hands. I'm bleeding everywhere just to get the shot. And then they cut it from the movie. Oh, oh. my God. I have, how is that movie? And then it was they, good. Yeah. It was good. It yeah. was great. It was great. Yeah, I didn't. I don't. I don't get to do a lot of things. I forget about stuff after yeah. we talk about well, it. You bought the Louis thing. It's on there. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I totally. You could actually see the deleted scenes on there yeah. too. <laughs> so Dude, <laughs> enjoy. That's so funny. When you when do you find out it was when do you find out it was I out of the movie it was, when it, it came was, out? No, I found out on <laughs> a podcast <laughs> live on a podcast with Joe List and Bobby Kelly. Uh, <laughs> that's awful. So I couldn't even like fake the not being disappointed. Yeah, yeah. I, I paid my uh, SAG dues. I paid more money to be in the movie <laughs> than I got to paid to be in the movie to yeah. be cut out. I lost uh, money and got cut. Uh, uh, hey, I want to remind everybody, these guys are going to be at Size Splitters this weekend. I don't have the schedule. Do you? Is it two tonight? I would imagine two tonight, two tomorrow. And yeah, then yeah. on Sunday or you're done on Sunday? No, we're not. we were there last night. It was great. Um, the show the show was awesome. I had friends night. who went last night and yeah. said it was great. It, it was a blast. Uh, we always love Tampa. The Tampa crowds are wild. And the Skanks fans that come out are particularly wild. So come out. Get drunk. Um, plan on, plan on getting hammered because you got to keep up with us. I get pretty hammered on these shows. Yeah, and it's really really funny. But if you if you get offended, just don't come. No, it's not, no, yeah, no, you're gonna you're gonna leave. This side splitter has got a good reputation for good group people. I'm I'm surprised when like when you say skank f- fan, I'm like, there's no skank fans on that because I don't ever see it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I was telling um, Santino last week. I said, you guys were coming. You, him and Bobby came to Mahaffey Theater. It's a two thousand seat place, and I was like. They're going to bomb. I mean, Santino's <laughs> never played in Tampa. Bobby hasn't been here for 10 years. It's going to bomb. Sold it out, yeah. I looked in line and it was sold out. Yeah, I was like, Easy. I don't know what I'm talking about. So, <laughs> uh, Louis J. Gomez, Tim Butterly, Sidesplitters this weekend, 960-1197 or sidesplitterscomedy.com. Thank you guys for getting up early and coming in. Sorry you got harassed at the gate. Blame Louis. He's Puerto Rican. Thanks for having me. Uh, Thanks, check guys. out Legion of Skanks, and uh, we're out. We'll see you guys on Monday. Have a great weekend. Don't forget Carmen tonight at Riveters from 6 to 8. Goodbye. City